When you need to know, lead to a military conflict, the economy, and inflation. You need the sky. Public corruption. Who's the big guy, Mr. Biden? Securing our border first. Everywhere. Right there on your phone. The Odyssey app. The news updates. News Talk 97.3. The sky. Happy, happy Monday. Come on. Let's make it great. That's what we do. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. And your time check is brought to you by Hayes Jewelers, where the answer is always yes. It is 8.07. Kansas City and Mahomes win coming from behind. Super Bowl 58 is over. Uh, The final score, 25-22 in overtime. So that's back-to-back Super Bowls for Kansas City. Uh, Third ring in five years. I guess they have the makings of a dynasty. Mm-hmm. So the, will the saga of Kelsey and Swifty continue? Well, I don't know. Uh, That's the good question. Will they be the together for? next year? Yeah, or was it I just mean, a marketing play or whatever? Who knows? Um, I think the relationship that is more interesting yeah. is when Kelsey just about knocked over uh, his head coach yes. and ripped him a new one, clearly screaming at the top of his lungs. In the face of Coach Andy Reid. That was a little rude. Ah, uh, yeah. 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 Uh, and already being dismissed. Oh, just a passion for the game. No malintent. Uh, okay. I, I, Yeah, I'm sure it does have to do with the passion of the game, but he really did just about knock him over. Grabbed him by the arm. Yeah. Andy Reid yeah. is a good-sized guy, but he's no spring chicken. And uh, Travis Kelsey is, that guy's a flipping monster. Oh, my goodness. You know? And he's screaming at him. Oh, yeah. And and Andy Reid's just calm and cool, just taking it. I'd be like. It was amazing. I don't know what I'd do. I don't know if I'd run, just out of reaction, slap him. You handled it well. <laughs> and then take a beating after. I don't know. But it was interesting because right after that happened, I'm kind of watching social media mm-hmm. at the same mm-hmm. time. And uh, the biggest response that I saw was, hey, he does that to me, he's, he's benched, he may not play, and he's off the team. I mean, uh, those are big reactions to an action, but that what they really saw it as, uh, as major disrespect. Yes, and I could see that, and it would be up to Andy Reid to let it go in the throes of the most important game of the season and the pressure is on and people react in different ways and frustration can can uh, come out in different ways. Now, here's my take on it. Far better for the coach to take some heat, whether it was truly justified, whatever he was yelling at him or not, better for the coach to take some heat and for Kelsey to go out and get stupid with the opposing team and cost his team like a 15-yard penalty at a critical time. So I hate the undisciplined nature of it no matter what, but in-house doesn't hurt your team in that particular instance. Might hurt some feelings, might get you in the doghouse, but you need each other to win. And here's the big thing. There's a lot of forgiveness when you win. Mm. You know, winning covers a lot of sins. Like when you save someone's soul. Uh Uh-huh. That covers a lot of sins, yes. a multitude of sins. Yes. Um, it's the same thing. Winning Good point. covers sins, maybe a strong word, but whatever. Yeah. Okay. I get the point. I like it. President Joe Biden's administration has reportedly admitted. They have admitted it. What terms were used when federal investigators wanted banks to surveil 
Americans' financial transactions after January 6th. Now, to me, this is a pox on both government investigators and, more importantly, the banks. The banks. You trust your bank, I would think, as an institution that is going to look out and protect your privacy. Federal government comes with a warrant and says, hey, man, we think this guy's a drug dealer and we got a judge to sign off on it and we want to look at his stuff. That's completely different. But just to nilly-willy go through everybody's stuff, looking for catchphrases like Trump or MAGA. Ooh, yeah. And lock on that. That's like, whoa. That's like, yeah, that's like arresting everybody on the street to look for the one guy that stole a pack of bubble gum. You know? So anyway, according to Fox News, the outlet obtained a letter wherein the government admitted that MAGA, Trump, and even Kamala were among the terms. Why Kamala? That's a whole, Hmm. could open up a whole other interesting thing. Um, The letter sent Friday from the Treasury Department to Senator Tim Scott, the top Republican on the Senate Banking Committee, notes that exchange events convened by its Financial Crimes Enforcement Network, or FinCEN, began shortly after January 6th under the prior administration and included terms such as Antifa, MAGA, Trump, Biden, Kamala, Schumer, Pelosi. Again, frightening. Looking for what? Any kind of political activism and then going from there? Would that create some sort of a file? And they say, oh, this person wasn't there, had no connection to January 6th. So then they would immediately destroy that information, right? Sure they did, yeah. Yeah. Well, Hillary taught them how to wipe those things clean. With a dishcloth? Oh, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) The letter signed by Acting Assistant Secretary Corey Tellez comes in response to a letter sent by Scott to the Treasury Secretary, Janet Yellen, demanding answers from the department and FinCEN after revelations of the surveillance using politically charged search terms to flag customer profiles to federal law enforcement surfaced. So they admit it. Yeah. Yeah, we did it. Wow. Be any penalty for that? People get their privacy restored. How do you know to what extent you were even violated? Is there now a file or a set of data that belongs to you? And the next time there is some sort of political uh, tomfoolery, your name will pop up again. They go, well, let's yeah. see. This this yeah. guy's politically active. Found out he's a Trump supporter. Yep. Yeah. Oh, no, it's no. It's not MAGA, he keeps saying on the radio. It's MAGMA. It's MAGMA. Different. But let's keep him on the list anyway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ah, Just in case. Not exactly. Out of the of caution, Bob. Not exactly what I think the founding fathers had in mind. But that's no. That's just a guess. Doesn't make you feel all soft and warm, does it? No, it no. doesn't. Well, it just goes to show you when the government the government is weaponized, it can do a vast amount of damage. And when it's political affiliation and partisanship, and the party that's in charge feels like um, they're a little insecure in their positions and they go after their political enemies by using the power of the federal government, uh, that's wrong. 
Right. And that's illegal. Mm-hmm. And that is devastating to a constitutional representative republic. The president's uh, representing that particular uh, part of our political system. Then reminds you that you might need an F-16 if you think they're tyrannical. Well, they call me the streak. Thanks, Remember Ray Remember that Stevens? song? Oh, yeah. The streak. That was Man. funny because we were kids. And, and it's like somebody running naked. It made you laugh. Sure it did. Because it was stupid. It was. Now they have to go to a lot of trouble. Like, I noticed Tony Romo, when he was calling the game, Yeah, he did mention, he goes, oh, yeah, we had a streaker there. And then he stops himself. He goes, oh, yeah, we're not, but we're not supposed to talk about it. <laughs> it's like, really? Yeah. Well, oh, come on. Well, I knew that I was, get it. no, I knew that was the rule. Sure. They, they don't want to draw attention because then it other people will do it for right. the attention. So they make a concerted right. effort not to show it on camera and they ask you know the announcer don't don't talk about it yeah but if you got your pants on you're not you're not a committed streaker i'm sorry well they, yeah that's the other thing it's yeah. like i no. think it was just somebody without a shirt yeah. right some dude with no shirt on so are you telling me people are so stupid they don't even know how to streak anymore yes huh Hello, everyone. This is your Action News reporter with all the news that is news across the nation on the scene at the supermarket. There seems to have been some disturbance here. Pardon me, sir. Did you see what happened? Yeah, I did. I was standing over by the tomatoes, and here he comes, running through the pole beans, through the fruits and vegetables, naked as a jaybird. And I hollered over to Ethel. I said, don't look, Ethel. And it's too late. She'd already been in the scenes. Here he comes. Boogie-dee, boogie-dee. There he goes. boogie Oh, man. That's a classic. He's just as proud as he can be. His anatomy, he gonna give us a peek. Which, look, not to take this down the tawdry road, but I can't help but comment. Yeah. They're worried about a guy who's not even a streaker. He had right. pants on. Yeah. Worried about, you know, him uh, getting in the way of the game or whatever. Yeah, we can't have that. Don't bring any attention to that because that could be so bad when the greatest concentration of hookers is within six miles of the stadium. (laughs) Uh, Detail. Yeah. And it's Vegas. Yeah. Not too far out of there, I guess. Those services are not necessarily against the law. But anyway, there there you have it. Don't streak, people. No, keep it close up. Yeah. Very few people we want to see naked. Yeah. 817 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. And we have other things besides streaking to talk about. I promise. It's coming up. He likes to turn the other cheek. He's always making the news. When just his tennis shoes. Guess you could call him unique. He brings the brutal truth. They're trying the left to destroy Israel. Mark Levin. Hamas's attack Blinken saw it as an opportunity as they protect the Iranian regime. Six o'clock on 97.3 The Sky. I don't dislike Patrick Mahomes. I just. Yeah? Yeah, I'm just kind of sick of him. <laughs> okay. Well, I, now I know how people felt about Tom Brady. Because uh, I like Tom Brady, right? I didn't didn't bother me when he kept winning. I cheered him on, right? But I could see it an irritant for other people who are not fans. And uh, I don't have anything against uh, this quarterback. Uh, he's very good. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
There's that. Three, three Super Bowl rings in five years. Yeah. Still very, uh, you know, pretty early in his career. I mean, still got plenty of football left him, I would think. Yeah. And he has redeemed himself a little with me. So I'm gonna I'm gonna share I'm gonna spread a little grace around. Oh, look at you! Yeah. I, I will say that I, in a way, I'm kind of like, and I saw a few folks on on uh, social media make the same comment. Can I root for Purdy and the Chiefs? Because they like Purdy because he's just a good guy, right? You know, uh, great values, great morals, just good positivity. But they still want the Chiefs to win. That that was, a, and I totally get that. I was, you know, I like that Christian McCaffrey, the running back for San Francisco. I mean, he just. That guy's all world. I've been playing like that. Man, he just plays mm-hmm. like he's bigger and stronger than he well, he must be that strong. I don't know. But right. yeah, I've kind of root for him too. And yeah, Purdy's a great story as a quarterback because was he's the lowest draft to have played in the Super Bowl. Now there's a couple asterisks there, and I can't remember both of them, but one of them played for your uh St. Louis Rams. Hmm. Okay. Remember your quarterback that was a big star? Dick Vermeil was the coach. Uh, you're talking about Warner? Yeah, Kurt oh, yeah, Warner. He's a, he's a huge fan. Absolutely. Yeah, so he yeah. he's an asterisk because I don't know if he was even drafted at all. Right. I think he was undrafted. He kind of went straight from... The supermarket. Pretty much. <laughs> he did. Pretty you much, Remember the yeah. supermarket? They're like, hey. No, well, he was playing arena football, actually, exactly. and he was tearing it, it but up. But that kind of doesn't count. But yeah, you're right. He, yeah. he was a, a Cinderella story, if you will, and he's a big fan of Purdy. So, you know... He can probably, they can probably relate. Yep. Well, Kansas City Chiefs quarterback um, Patrick Mahomes took his moment of victory at the Super Bowl on Sunday night to thank Almighty God yep. just moments after the final countdown. I just got to give God the glory. He said he challenged us to make us better, and I'm proud of my guys. It's legendary. Nice. I like it. Yes, I do. Yeah. And... Um, so, it, it is, is what it is. is. You know? Yep. My Lions didn't get there. The Bucks <sighs> didn't even deserve to get as far as they did. I hate to say that, but yeah. it's true. But anyway, there you go. And so, I jumped on the San Francisco bandwagon. Oops. <laughs> Wrong <laughs> <Bung> bandwagon. <laughs> Would be the first time. Uh, I only had like a little family pool i was gonna ask if money you really had it. anything I that no uh, i don't okay gotcha. i didn't think I'm, so. not, I'm not i am not a big betting man i just i'm sorry i've just honestly worked hard mm-hmm. in my whole life not trying to act like you know all that but you know i've worked hard for what i have and um i can't say any idea of just kind of throwing now some entertainment stuff sure, have i been have it, i yeah. been to a couple casinos yeah probably three four but you're putting your money on the line for the actions of someone of which you have absolute no control when right. you bet on something like that. So once it gets past right. the entertainment factor, yes. an entertainment factor for me would be like... 20 bucks? 20 bucks. <laughs> yep, there you, you go. Know, 50 if it's like I'm on holiday, so to speak. Yeah, you know? right. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. And they really... Uh, there's a lot of that pushing of the uh, of the gambling. Oh, and, my goodness. And, and, and look, know. I'm uh, all about people having their freedoms... And, you know, people decide what they want to do. But it, it is, um, it's concerning. It's concerning. It and I know the younger folks really seem to, a lot of them, really really get into it. Really like that. And mm-hmm. I, it's a concern. Concern. Got to be careful. All right. Um, shame on the NFL. 
Performance of Black National Anthem Sparks Backlash. This from Warner Todd Houston from Breitbart. As they have done for the past several Super Bowl broadcasts, the NFL opened the Super Bowl with a performance of the song Lift Every Voice and Sing, the so-called Black National Anthem. Not every voice appreciated what they're calling the left-wing gesture. Yeah. Hmm. But they're still a bit on the woke side there at the NFL. I, I just want to see, I want to see uh, us become united. Right. You know, like as in the United States? What a concept. Ring a bell, remember that? Yeah. Doesn't mean we all have to agree on everything. But I think this is used as a, as a wedge to separate us. Mm-hmm. Don't let it. We can't stop it from being done. It's done. Right. But we can stop it from bothering us. Right? It's all about your reaction. Yep. 828 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Still got a ton of stuff uh, we want to get to, including Sanctuary City Mayor uh, waking up to reality and um, not happy. Details on that coming up. 97.3 The Sky. Here's what's trending on the sky. The special counsel report. You are a well-meaning elderly man. I know what the hell I'm doing. The news that's trending. Wasn't Trump worse? No, no, no. Trump was peanuts by comparison. The news that's now. The border will never close. But how can we not take care of our problems first? Why would you think that we're going to vote for this? Super Bowl 58. Taylor Swift. Most watched teenage girl. News Talk 97.3 The Sky. Always live on the free Odyssey app. Download it now. In any election year. We're all suffering a lot of political fatigue. Your voice matters. In my opinion, the political tribalism that's around today. That's broken up so many families, you know, and it's a shame. It really is. News Talk 97.3, The Sky. Football is stupid. <laughs> Spring training starts soon. Woo, yeah. Yeah. Now we're talking. Yeah. Now we're talking. Uh, Gator baseball, too. I think is it next weekend? Um, maybe the one after that? That would be the 19th. I don't know. But Hopefully. it's coming up soon. Yep. And they're like preseason. I don't know. Some have them as high as number two in the nation. Uh, Gator baseball. Great stadium, I have too. never. I was just going to say, I've never been to the new stadium. Oh. You've been there? Yeah. That ain't right. There's something not right about that, Greg. Sorry. I that know. needs to be rectified. Well, you need to get there. Immediately. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, so looking forward to some baseball. Don't even remember what happened in football this season. <laughs> wow. Don't even remember. It's just, yeah. Yeah, like a, like a vapor. Nah, just in case you are tuning in real quick. Uh, Kansas City Mahomes, they won the Super Bowl, number yeah. 58. They won it 25-22 to in overtime. And, yeah, the exciting part of the game was, like, the end of it because the first half was kind of a yawner. A little painful at times, too. But Kansas City now back-to-back wins. Uh, Third Super Bowl won in a five-year period, right? Yeah, so they got it going on. It's an accomplishment. It is good. Why couldn't it be the Jags or the Bucks or the Dolphins, you know? Mm -hmm. Come on, Florida. Represent. Represent. Jags might be good. Bucks, I don't know. Maybe. I mean, they struggled this year, and they really shouldn't have. But they did. And mm. they were lucky to get as far as they did, frankly. Oh, and it, Philadelphia fell apart, too. It was like, what? 
Thought they were better than that, but no, guess not. All right, back back to the news of the day. Ongoing themes, most of it, right? Because the silly Democrats keep doing the same thing, maybe expecting a different outcome. That, of course, is the definition of insanity. Case in point, the Democratic mayor of Denver, Colorado... Yeah. Probably a mile high most of the time. <laughs> is imposing wartime like shared sacrifice on Americans. What? Rather than curbing his welcome for tens of thousands of illegal migrants, Mayor Mike Johnston, Democrat, Colorado, like other Democrat big city mayors, is hoping his imposed sacrifice on Americans will spur voter turnout against. Former President Donald Trump. Okay. Um, The people of Denver have seen an influx of people. There's been an influx in criminal activity. But you want them to go to the polls to show support for being a sanctuary city and the unfettered access that most of the world now has to our nation. Right. Hmm. Okay. Johnson spoke February 9th press conference three days after a Republican revolt blocked the more migration deal pushed by Senator Mitch McConnell. McConnell's deal opened Americans' uh, borders to the government-directed mass inflow of migrants and also provided $5 billion to help the migrants settle in a myriad of cities and towns. Mitch McConnell. Hmm. Man, when are we going to show this guy the door? Uh, big time. You won't even notice when he's gone because mumbling, he's mumbling all the time. It's like nobody's listening to Mitch. Oh, how does he get things done? We don't know. We asked him about it. He's a liberal, but that's how he's doing. That answers that. Right. Yeah. I just asked. Yeah. So the mayor of Denver, he said, this is a plan for shared sacrifice. Okay. Even though it's only the left side of the government that is for this, the sanctuary cities, the open borders, and not even the majority of the people are not, but their representatives have made it that way. I I got a question, a crazy question. So why should I have to pay for something I totally disagree with? Well, I, I get shared sacrifice if, let's say... It's World War II, and we're all Americans are together, and we're fighting for a common goal. Hey, we all sacrifice. Yeah, I don't get this shared sacrifice for people who aren't Americans. Why should we be sacrificing anything, our way of life, for someone I don't know who snuck in in the first place? I think that there were people. I know I've talked to some of them that were clamoring for open borders. Sure. But the percentage of Americans that they represent is truly a sliver. And some of those people, I think, may have changed their minds after they have actually seen it in mm-hmm. action. Not all of them, but, but it was just a sliver to begin with. It's right. that squeaky wheel. How do they gain so much influence and they're such a small, uh, small group, but they've been able to? Mm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm here to talk a little bit about the devastating impact of the failure of Republican leadership in Congress this week to pass regime change. Oh, my goodness. And the impact 
that we'll have on both city budgets and on services that we can provide for newcomers in the city. So Democratic-like, wow. isn't it? That wow. Well, because the answer to any issues is always more money. Right. You know? Mm-hmm. Hey, hey, we're being flooded with folks. Well, let's spend more money. Well, but we have control of the spigot. It's called a border. Yeah. Can we just stop the water from flowing? Can we stop the flooding? Or should we buy $47 billion worth of mops? See what I'm saying? Pretty simple, isn't it? But again, from a logical mind and common sense, yes. A report by the Congressional Budget Office in February provided more evidence that the establishment's migration policy shifts family wages and workplace investment toward Wall Street, real estate, coastal states, and government, while also diverting politicians' focus away from American communities. So, you know, the CBO looked at it. In Denver, for example, the 20,000 hospital visits by the wave of poor migrants forced the partial shutdown of a city hospital. Yeah, 20,000 hospital visits. And you know, if you've been to the hospital in the last five years... Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it's it's not, you know, a $30 co-payment. And... Even if you're in the ER, sometimes you're like you know laying in the in in the hallway mm-hmm. on a on a gurney or whatever, waiting mm-hmm. for or waiting for a room. I mean, it's we just can't we can't maintain this. We can't sustain this. And yet, this mayor really doesn't want to address the fact that it's the Biden administration that opened the border up. Right. That that they, they, they try to morph that and turn that into a, a partisan thing, which it is a partisan thing. But they try to blame Republicans for something that has the Democrats' fingerprints all over it from the get-go. The mayor says of Denver, he says, Today is the day the residents of Denver should be heartbroken. And they should be furious because we know we have a humanitarian crisis in the city trying to welcome newcomers to build a new life. Yeah, because I thought as an American, that was my job, make sure somebody else... Has a new life? Has a new... Is that why you got elected? Really? We we actually had a bipartisan Senate deal that would have addressed the needs that we have. Trump intervened with House Republican leadership to kill that bill just so this crisis would continue just because he thinks he has a better chance of re-election. We know that's not true, and we know that House Republicans were dead set against it before Trump even said anything about it. Yeah. It's a terrible bill, and it doesn't address border security at all. And you cannot trust this regime with border security at all, regardless of whether the yeah. money's involved. Davis Gainesville, Chevrolet Skylines, and Kaffir uh, Carroll, good morning. Yeah, hey there. Um, yeah, as far as, like, Americans needing to share, we've given over tw- trillions of dollars over decades in foreign aid to countries. And then we, we had our jobs outsourced to other countries. And then now we're supposed to, uh, you know, tolerate a flood, an invasion of illegals. And I want to remind uh, everyone that Latcher County and Gainesville are sanctuary city county. And um, th- this is um, right here in our own backyard. And it was brought on as a vote to the commissioners 
without them even the authority, people in charge of this program telling the commissioners what this was about. As you remember, I, as a, just a regular citizen, knew what this was about. I, I had the White House documentation. And when I questioned the, the commissioners before the vote uh, what this program was about, uh, they didn't know anything. Yeah, I got blown off, and, too. Go ahead. Anyway, sorry, I, did, I wasn't trying to cut you off. But I got blown off asking one of the city commissioners about this welcoming city proclamation. Mm-hmm. Oh, Proclamate doesn't really mean anything. Right. And Careful Carol, yeah. She was shouting from the treetops. It sure mm. does mean something. And she was right. Mm. 8.45 on the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Much more to talk about. Crime, punishment, or the lack thereof. And also Iran. They're partying. What's that all about? It's all coming up on News Talk 97.3, The Sky. Dana Lash, now. 10 p.m. Nights. I'm not here to be nice. I'm a voter, and I'm dissatisfied with what I see my subordinates representing me in D.C. So if I sound mean, it's because I'm being American. On 97.3, The Sky. Happy Monday. Welcome, my friends. It is 8.50, 10 minutes till 9 o'clock. You're tuned to the Bob Rose Show. Greg Cassidy is here. Morning, Greg. Good morning. Greg stayed up late. Yeah. Watched almost all the Super Bowl, except for the end. Uh, Made it to overtime. Which is much further than I made it. You had that much invested, but you just couldn't couldn't fight it. Well, at that point, I knew, what, I'm going to get four and a half hours of sleep or so, something like that. I'm like, oh, I got it. Yeah, I I cashed in early. I'm like, yeah, no, 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 no. No, and I'm not going to be able to change the outcome, right. even though I scream at the TV as though I have some effect. It's like they don't. It, it's see that you're sounding like my wife when in, in traffic she goes, "You know they don't hear you, right?" I'm like, "Oh no, they do. They hear me." Well, <laughs> I think Betsy said that to me once. Yeah, and I proved her wrong. Oh no, <laughs> I think the people in the other car did hear me, oh. which means I was pretty loud. <laughs> Not proud of that, but uh, yeah. So Jill Biden, this is uh, Miranda Devine. She she writes op-ed stuff. She's a great uh, reporter and, and uh, also opinion giver, if you will, for the New York Post. Uh, I'm a fan, I guess you'd say. But yeah. she said, so Jill Biden has lashed out at a special counsel, Robert Hur, over his report that basically let her husband off the hook for willfully retaining and sharing classified files due to the Commander-in-Chief's total lack of recall while being questioned. It's as predictable as it is laughable. I hope you can imagine how it felt to read that attack, not just as Joe's wife, but as Bo's mother. That's what the First Lady lamented in a campaign email over the weekend. I don't know what this special counsel was trying to achieve. I can't imagine why someone would try to use our son's death to score political points. Did you see how she conflated what's actually taken place? Twisted and turned. Wow. No, I mean, that's classic. They took your husband off the hook, woman. That's what they did. Yes, and the question about your son's death had to do with the year. Mm-hmm. In which he died, and the president has also been wrong about the way 
Yes. In which his son died. In what country he died. he died. Yes, he died yes. of brain cancer. Now, could it be related to his service time and all that? Quite possibly. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. But that's not where he died. No. And here's the problem. The commander-in-chief, the president, his father, Bo's father, Bo Biden's father, yeah. couldn't recall the year that his son died. Now... Now, remember, people pass away. Um, exact dates, some people are good at that, some aren't. Okay, so you give them a pass on that. But you've referenced your son's death so many times in public. Yes. To gold star families, in speeches. You, you act like it is always on your mind. I'm assuming that it, it probably is. Yeah. Losing a son, I can only guess, would be one of the most horrendous things that could ever happen to a parent, losing a child, you know? Right. Even if they're an adult child, it doesn't make it any easier. So I get that part of it. But for Jill to turn around and say, Mm. you're using our son's death to score political points, that's absurd. Yeah, look at Joe. That's what he does all the time. Yeah, and Miranda Devine, she she goes on, she says, spare us. Yeah. The president was the one who brought up his late son, Bo, during his interview with uh, the special counsel, her. Oh. It's what... He always does when he's in trouble. Every time he feels political heat, he finds a way to turn the spotlight on his life's tragedies and disarm his antagonists. It's his shield against accountability, and he has wielded it to great effect his entire career. You hate to attribute base cynical motives to anybody, but Biden walking through the family graveyard on his way out of mass... Uh, where waiting cameras will capture the perfect poignant image of a grief-burdened man among the tombstones, does tug at the idea. Mm -hmm. It's uncanny how these images always emerge when he is in hot water. Sometimes in Washington, you can never be too cynical. As for her conclusion that a jury would probably acquit Biden because he's a well-meaning elderly man with a poor memory, Mm -hmm. a.k.a. He has mush for brains. That really got Dr. Jill and Hubby hot under the collar. My memory is fine, thundered the president in his calamitous Thursday night press conference. And the Sunday shows were full of VIPs saying how astute and sharp and on the ball he is. Uh, Yeah. Sly Joe from Scranton wouldn't be the first crook who feigns memory loss to avoid incriminating himself when law enforcement comes knocking. It worked. He didn't get indicted. What's he complaining about? Mm-hmm. And what's Jill complaining about? Agreed. Yeah. But to try to turn it around and twist it, oh, poor Joe. This is a political attack. Oh, he's just a hack. No. It was all part of the plan. And I think that that uh, special counsel, he was actually being, I think, as kind as he could be and still be accurate Mm -hmm. in that part of the report. I think you're right. Yeah. Absolutely. And if anybody deserves to be on a little bit of a hot seat, it would be Jill for letting him run the first time, let alone agreeing for him to run the second time. That is just beyond the pale. I'm sorry. Nine o'clock stretch is coming up right around the corner, my friends. So uh, stay tuned and make sure uh, that you go to uh, thesky973.com slash follow. You can do it now.
this country so successful again i'm not gonna have time for retribution haley i'm not gonna pull out because somebody wants to be coronated sleepy joe i'm proud you have my back let me just say i'm honored have your back the sky is the station for election 2024 the most unbelievable election cycles the latest breaking news it is time for us to unite this is a critical moment clean up a broken border scare the hell out of the terrorists your 2024 election headquarters news talk 97.3 the sky 